Hey, Ryan, what's going on? It's uh, Josh. Hey, Josh, what's up? Hey, not too bad. Uh, you're live on uh, Sippin' Tea with Josh. How are you today? Uh, hey, uh, I'm doing well. I'm just, uh, just relaxing on a Saturday. How are you doing, bud? Uh, not too bad. Fantastic. Um, so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about, um, you know, you're an engineer, uh, very good yeah. at what you do. Um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about being an engineer in uh, today's society uh, and take us into, take a little bit of our viewers into what it's like in, uh, in the life today. Sure, I, I can do that. So I, I just want to start out by what's an engineer and how is it different, in my opinion, than what a scientist does, right? The scientist kind of works on discovering something, coming up with an idea uh, in an academic sense, and an engineer applies it and tries to build a product with that uh, idea. And so I specifically am a mechanical engineer by education. And so I work for one of the... Okay. Um, my first... Yeah, so I uh, recently was a turbo engineer, a, a turbocharger, and those go into the engine, uh, help add air to the combustion system, make it burn more efficiently. Uh, which gives you more power and then better emissions. Sure. Um, it's, so I really like engineering. It's a complicated job. It's about balancing different uh, values that you have in your product. So it's not as simple as optimizing and building the best one thing. It's actually trying to balance a lot of other different things. And then especially if you're trying to build it scale or build it cheaper. Um, and then it's not usually just one person in a garage anymore. It's a, it takes a huge team of people, especially in the car industry, to build you just one product, which is a car. Uh, now, do you so, think that, because I imagine that in today's uh, day, you're working more uh, with robots, you know, in your engineering uh, technology. So, uh, do you think that's better as far as for your product uh, productivity in engineering, or... Was it better in the old school days when you could just kind of go off of um, off your own intellect? Uh, so robots is uh, a generic stereotype. I, I can't say that I work personally with a robot, right? Uh, when you're talking about the factory, the last step of the engineering process, which is actually the idea is fully formed and tested out, and now we're trying to build it faster, Instead of building only 100000 a year in a factory, you want to build a million. Right. Yeah, a robot, basically, that's the only thing you can do. Um, what we do do now is use a lot of computer programs to analyze situations earlier. So the, I would say the robot that you're talking about might actually be using computers to do a lot of uh, number crunching and visualization and optimization along the entire part of the process. In short, yes. It is so much better what we do now with all of our technology uh, than it was in the past. It actually creates more jobs, in my opinion, than less. Uh, if you're talking about the fear of robots are going to take all of our jobs in the future, yes, we are going to start eliminating the factory jobs, the very good-paying, consistent work of the union line worker. That's a real fear. That's probably going to happen. Yeah, and wouldn't you say wouldn't you say though that a lot of a lot of average people are um, what I like to say is robophobic? 
you know, where they're they're just kind of against this whole ideal of robots? Uh, yes, that is my impression as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, I, I, but they're not wrong. Um, it it is going to change the way that uh, the way for more people to enter the workforce, right? If the workforce keeps getting more and more complicated, or the work keeps getting more and more complicated, we have to, by definition, go to school longer. Right. Uh, I don't know if humans are learning at a fast enough rate to get the good paying job earlier in their life. If we have to stay in the school for 40 years, uh, your opportunity cost is going to be like, man, I don't know if I want to work 40 years just to get a medium paying job. Exactly. Uh, my dad's a doctor. My dad had to be in school for 30 years before he was even able to pay, start paying off his debt. He just finished paying off his debt 20, uh, after 25 years of having a doctor job. Oh, uh, wow. And that's when interest rates were 2%. So it's just, it, it's going to be tough uh, to get around that. I, I don't know how we're going to figure out the education system to get people to learn computers or how robots understand the world to be able to manage the robots. Because uh, more technology just means more things that need to be managed. Now, how, how soon do you think before uh, each of us will have a uh, lifelike robot in our house help, helping us with our everyday activities? Uh, that's a good question. I actually don't think it's going to be anything like that. Uh, it, it would be incredibly inefficient as an engineer to build one product to do everything. Um, right. You're not going to have Rosie from the Jetsons. So Rosie from the Jetsons isn't going to exist. Uh, they're trying to do... but uh, And then that can do a lot of things, like turning on your lights, maybe manage the air conditioning. But I, I don't think there's, you're going to have one product do everything. It's much easier to design lots of little products that kind of do uh, their thing very well. And then we'll just pick and choose, plug and play. Um, also, I think it'd be wrong to assume that whatever we design is anthropomorphic. It probably will be something way different. Right. Um, now... So the, take us, uh, aside from that, take us into the lifestyle. Um, what is the lifestyle like when you are not at work um, are you planning for trips? Are you going to the movies? Are you still uh, getting to have uh, fun and experience life? Or is it kind of like uh, you're just, um, you know, just stuck at the, the same thing and always working? Like, what is it like? Uh, no, so uh, I'm incredibly active. So one of the benefits of about being an engineer is that I get paid pretty well, but it, the expectation is really to only work uh, nine or ten hours a day, and then it's five days a week. Okay. Uh, sometimes you have to work a little bit more because you have a bill. You have a bill coming up, and that's really important. You have to keep the plant running. But I'm not a banker, so I won't make as much as them, but I don't have to work crazy hours like them or a lawyer or a doctor. So there's a good life balance of being an engineer. Uh, so I spend my spare time traveling a lot to see my friends, uh, or I personally love movies. I, I, I watch a ton of movies, probably 300 a year. Oh, wow. And I love, sports and co yeah, I, I love sports and competition as well, and I uh, love gambling on them and trying to see that I can predict the future better than everybody else. I'm about average, but uh, for, for movies, what I've been doing with my best friend for the last five years is gambling on the Oscars. I love the Oscars. Watching that on March and trying to predict the 24 categories winners 
is one of the best pieces of entertainment for me. I'm, I'm pretty good. I, uh, I get 21 out of 22 categories right every year, and I make some serious cash. Yeah, I, like what are the pools? What are the pools like? Is it, is it over a hundred k? Oh no no no! So, so the there's a pool. It's oh, there's uh, no uh, gold derby. Doesn't have a pool that 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 big. Okay. I'm betting more against Vegas uh, or the Vegas light systems. They they give you betting odds. Like it's a three to one that uh, Shape of Water is going to win Best Picture, and it it did right. Right. A favorite last year was Three Billboards Outside Mississippi. I watched the movie. I thought it had Oscar moments, but it had some flawed moments as well. I was like, no, this is overrated. I'm going to put some money on, uh, on Shape of Water instead. I think it did everything very well, um, even though it was a movie about a uh, mermaid having sex with uh, a mute person. I was just like, you know what? I thought, I thought it was pretty good. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, I'm going to go to Toronto International Film Festival uh, in September. Uh, it's great. It's only a four-hour I got a couple friends who have gone the last two years with me. And you get to see the movies before they come out. Uh, it's sort of like Sundance, except Sundance is independent films, very, very small budget films. Toronto is the big budget, the first big budget film. It announces, like, the movie playoffs where all of the Oscar-type movies announced that, hey, we are in the running. And uh, this year's uh, favorites are First Man, Ryan Gosling's uh, Neil Armstrong biopic, very standard Oscar fare. Uh, Widows is pretty good. That's about uh, four women who are going to pull a heist because their husbands died. Uh, I love a good heist movie. Um, I really like Mary, Queen of Scots, where you've got Saoirse Ronan from, uh, she was in Brooklyn, and she, uh, she was also in uh, Lady Bird last year. She oh, okay. was against Margot Robbie. Margot that was Robbie. a good movie. I actually did see Lady Bird. That was a really good movie. I loved Lady Bird. I, mm-hmm. uh, it felt like it was kind of my life. 2002, going to Catholic school, and... When you're a teenager, that was basically who I was. She was just in Sacramento. I was in... But, like, it, it seemed great. It was whimsical. Uh, what's now, your... Uh, take us into that a little yeah. bit. What What's your background as far as, like, you know, when someone speaks of an engineer, their kind of thought process is that they're uh, kind of nerdy, closed off... Um, what what would you say you were like? What were you like in your earlier days? Not uh, saying so you're I super am. old. Not saying you're super old, but just saying like in high school oh, no. or or whatnot. Uh, no, I mean I, I was the definition of a nerd, but I was pretty social too. Okay. Uh, I went to 21, 21 years of Catholic school, including college. Um, so I went to an all boys Catholic high school. Uh, that was very athletically driven, uh, but I wasn't really an athlete. I did the intramural sports, bowling and football, um, but I just sort of rooted for my buddies. Now, uh, did you know the whole so, time? Did you know the whole time that you were going to be an engineer? Like, did that? Uh, I, I was. No, but I was math and science inclined. I, I ended up. I was valedictorian in my high school. Okay. And so. Because I just, in order to be valedictorian, you have to be good at science and math because other kids were less good. And then I just sort of followed that. When I was going to college, they, they said, you can go into business. 
wanted to, but uh, if you do engineering, you can always fall back on business, which is true to a degree that it's, uh, if you're an engineer, you know how to make a product, and then you can always learn the fundamentals of money and selling later. Uh, and so I, I decided to follow that, trust some of the advice, um, and then as I've been an engineer in the workforce, you have to learn and pick up business along the way. And uh, I, just, I just think it's more interesting that I get to affect the product uh, than just only sell it or count the numbers. Right. Now, you seem like you're really good with numbers. Um, and that is like kind of the, uh, the norm of uh, thought processes that engineers are great at numbers. Do you ever think uh, or did you ever think of maybe going into business and, um, uh, yeah. you know, stuff like that? And yeah. do you also, do you still, even though you're not, do you, um, do you put into stocks? You know, do you invest in the stock market and, and what's that like? Absolutely. So I, I do all those things. Now, when you're okay. talking about business, I, uh, I want to be clear. Are you talking about finance or are you talking about starting a company, running a company? Both. Finance and running Both. a company. Uh, yeah. So I, I definitely waffle all the time. I, I read all the articles everybody else reads that Silicon Valley is the new way to be a rock star out of college. I, I fetishize that lifestyle. At the same time, I don't want to build an app every day. I actually think it's a waste of some of America's best talent. Right. Um, there, there's, a, there's a million apps that we don't use. Uh, what used to be before that was investment banking. I have a lot of college buddies that do investment banking. And I, I thought about that too. Sure, I could put the time in, but just making money by buying something and selling something and making more money, I didn't want that. I wanted to touch what I work on, what I build, and so I'm pretty happy with being an engineer. If I could come up with an idea and build it myself and sell it, yeah, I think that would be the next natural step. Um, with regard to stocks, I do invest in stocks. I, I see it as a way to make my money keep making more money. I can only use my skills eight, nine, ten hours a day and then get exhausted, and it only makes me X amount of dollars for the year. I need something that's making money on the side. Now, do you gamble? Do you gamble at casinos, or do you do you mostly just go no. to, um, you know, bet on the horses or something so, like that? <laughs> so I, I, I used to. I, I, I thought I'd watch the gambling movies about poker and blackjack and thought that I can game the system. I'm a smart guy, but then you just read up on the staff, and there's no way to actually win that stuff. You're going to lose the whole time. Right. So <laughs> you could spend several hours or days of your life learning how to count cards, but then you got to realize that it'll take you uh, something like 400 hours to guarantee with a certain likelihood like that you could double your money. And that's assuming the casino doesn't catch you. I go to casinos, and they're not like the movies. I think it's incredibly depressing to watch somebody drop their paycheck on the table and gamble on something that has a negative 5% return. I'm like, no, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> All uh, right. And I, I just can't do it. It hurts me. I'll for go sure. for a bachelor party and then spend a 1000 bucks. But I just don't think they're happy. I don't think they're fun ways of using their money. If I watch movies, then I'm, I'm betting on a hobby that I like. It's, it's a little bit of a different way to augment your hobby. That's why I'm okay with people who like football. And so what on fantasy football in that way. What do you say to say that college kid that is still going through it, 
um, and he's like, uh, he or she is in debt and they are looking for a way out. Um, but they want to be an engineer and they want to have that life, but they feel so overwhelmed with debts and, and whatnot. How do you conquer something like that? And a lot of them, some of them will go turn to gambling, uh, online gambling or, or whatnot just to pay their tuition. So what do you say to that person out there, um, to continue forward? I would be very, very careful. Um, I don't think I don't think any short-term fix is a good idea. I gamble money that I can afford to lose, so I, I do not have any debt right now. Um, and then I'm spending money in a casino, much like I spend money on airplane tickets. It is a thousand bucks for fun. Uh, I I don't think gambling is a way to fix your problem of desperation. Sure, you could get you could win eight hands of blackjack in a row and think you're a genius, but all you did was win eight coin flips in a row, it doesn't mean you're good, and it doesn't mean it's going to happen over the long term. And the casino just needs to wait until you hit that bad run, which is coming. Um, I don't recommend it. There's got to be another way. Do not get trapped in binary choices. <laughs> but there, it isn't just like, I am poor and I got to, or I am in debt, I need to get money now. You got to think on a spectrum of what are all the different ideas. There's a surplus of ideas out there. There's definitely ways to get help. Yeah, and you said that it took some some years, uh, up to 20, 30 years to get out of debt. So is that just kind of the well, everyday the, struggle of uh, taking uh, that route? Well, well, for my dad's situation... He had a good debt, which is he was going to be a doctor, and he likes being a doctor, and then he continued to be a doctor. Okay. He could have paid his debts off earlier had he not bought a second house, or like a, a house with two stories, uh, and then a pool, which was his treat to himself, and then he sent two sons to Catholic education for 21 years, right? So that was, he, he decided to put money in different investments, which was his kids. Right. Um, he doesn't have a boat. Some people buy boats. Uh, but he could have paid off his debt earlier. Um, he wasn't gambling, though. Uh, that was just what's different. He came home every night to dinner, and he watched TV, just like many, many Americans. Right. No, that's that's good. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have advice on how to make money. If I, if I made more money with a side hustle, I would. But uh, there's definitely opportunities out there. It's just how you want to spend your time. I think being an engineer over the long term will be a good investment for a person even if they have a debt they just need to make some short term sacrifices to get themselves stable uh, now do you see do you ever see yourself as branching off and possibly uh, becoming an entrepreneur or kind of starting your own thing yes uh, I do see that um, but as I keep thinking about the idea I, I don't I have to look into myself and assess what am I. Uh, I don't know if I come up with great ideas. I did just get my first patent at work last year. That was super exciting. But uh, it, it wasn't a great idea. It's not a patent that's going to be in the marketplace. It's just going to sit in the war chest for the company. But I see myself as more in, better at analyzing the choices ahead of you and then giving a good decision. Uh, and then execution, right? I think I can execute an idea for somebody else who has a good idea. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, execution is the key. Is that's the key to life, right there. A lot of people have talk okay. about ideals, but executing is a whole different thing. Uh, yeah. So every every good idea out there, there's been a million people who have had it. It's just the the reason it gets out into the marketplace because they executed it. No, you could have a good idea, but it's not a business unless you have a good business model unless you execute. Right. Now uh, I'll say this. Uh, because I know you got to get going soon. Um, I wanted to talk about um, kind of like uh, finding love. What do you think about love? Or um, are you married? Or uh, and if you are, was it hard to find? Or are you still searching? And what's that like? So uh, I I am not married. I do not have a girlfriend right now. I. I think love is out there. I have felt it before. I've uh, I've felt it twice, and then the last one was the last time I felt in love was about four years ago. And it was great, man. Like uh, I think it exists. I think it's worth pursuing. I'm terrible at doing it now, though. I just I, I, there's the dating apps and they're trying to meet people out in the real world, and it's kind of get hard to get past those first three dates. Right. And at least that's where I'm having trouble. Uh, I just have not clicked recently. Um, the dating apps—I'm uh, not good at it. I don't—I do a lot of things. I travel a lot. I climb Kilimanjaro. I'm going to go to the World Chess Championships uh, later this year. Uh, I've now, I imagine weddings every year. I imagine you make right. a substantial amount of, of cash. You know, so um, does that not change the game? I mean, d- doesn't it that you can kind of buy and do anything? Doesn't that kind of make it easier to, or do you just get bored with the person? Do you get bored with the other, uh, the a girl you might be trying to uh, date or something like that? Do you get bored because you're so successful, or is it kind of fifty-fifty? Uh, well, it depends. It depends on the circles. Like, I don't know if it has to do with success. It doesn't seem to come up. Right. Um, or. The best success I've had with girls has been friends of friends. I just think it's because if I'm friends with somebody, then they'll likely to be friends with me or find something interesting about me. Sure. So uh, it's, got, it's got a little bit to do with that. Now, that also has to do with socioeconomic status. Uh, I've read articles that are saying it's hard for people who don't have college education to date people with college education. And it's it, kind of true. I, the circles I go with, I tend to be focusing on people with college education or more degrees. And I guess that's what I'm trying to be attracted to. Do I get bored? That's not the reason that fizzles out. There's just something not lining up in the dates. Uh, one, one girl that uh, we went on three dates, it ended up breaking off that we went to get appetizers and wine, then we went to a movie, and then we went to a speakeasy to go get uh, mixed drinks have good conversation and finds out how do you spend your money well I, I drink mine when going out to bars I go travel every vacation day I get she likes to go home and visit her sick parents to buy a house and so great reasons but it's clear we're not going to be spending our free time doing the same thing and so it just sort of ended right, right. wow and that, day, <laughs> that was that's a non that's a lifestyle non-negotiable kind of thing true and so that's the uh, and then if those become apparent inside the, the date, I think people break it off. Um, yeah, you know, you know why I think that is uh, though. Ultimately, early dates. 
You know what I think that is ultimately, though? I don't think it's necessarily the money you make or whatnot. I think it's because people feel that they have so many options these days. So it's like it's like the average person to a lot of people is just consumable. And, you know, it's kind of like, oh, you don't work? Well, I'll go find a new toy, you know, sort of speak. And, um, you know, there's just not that authenticity that... Uh, the two parties give each other a lot of times, I feel. And so because of that, and because they feel that there's so many options, I think that it's hard. So um, you're a very successful guy. So I feel like, I feel like it's, um, you know, you just keep, you got to be picky a little bit. And that's, and that's kind of understandable because you don't want to be used. You don't want to get walked over. And, you know, you do have to pick and choose. Um, but if they have a college education or not, I think it depends to the degree. Because you can have somebody without a college education and they can be brilliant. Or they can make you feel like Superman. And I think that's a beautiful so, beautiful thing, too. So you hit on a great point, And that is, uh, so I said I might accidentally filter by college education. Mm-hmm. But I think I use it. I use it as a proxy, not because the the piece of paper matters. It's right. actually that I'm looking for someone who has an interest in learning, and then actually is very good at something. I think people are attracted to skills or what people they want to see mastery of something, right? Right. Uh, and then I don't think my mastery comes out early enough or quick enough, uh, or something else just rubs them a little bit the wrong way before they get to oh, Ryan's really good at this. Uh, I can. I am not a big guy. I'm not a muscular guy. But uh, other muscular people, I think that they have a little bit of an advantage over me, attractive-wise, because it looks like, oh, he can do something, right? He can defend me, or he can fix things. Uh, and that's why I think there is an implicit bias to say somebody stronger is more valuable than somebody weaker-looking. And college education is a similar way. If he's got a college education, must be smart. But you could talk to him. He's like, this guy's not that smart. What? Uh, that happens all the time. Um, I, I would be. I'm scared. I'm careful to not judge people based on sort of some sort of status symbol. Uh, I judge him on like, I like spending time with you. We share some similar interests. I want to spend more time with you, and then we kind of have this flow. Uh, flow is like that thing that makes you feel good doing something you're passionate about and being with somebody you're passionate about. So I'm kind of looking for that. And as long as I take more bats or more swings at the plate, which is a thing I don't do very well. I, you said I'm successful. I think I'm doing reasonably successful. I'm not quite there yet. Still hungry. Right. But uh, if I could just take more swings at the plate, uh, eventually I'm going to connect with somebody great. Uh, I just am so busy and distracted doing other things that I'd rather not go through the painful process of another first date with somebody I don't, will probably not work out, and I tend to do other things. Um, so it's a priority problem. I should just prioritize. When I prioritize girls and going on dates, uh, I think it's going to work out positively, and i got to have that outlook. Um, yeah, I, th- I, think it has, I think it happens at the most random times, though. You know, I think that that's the mistake that a lot of people make is they... They say that they're looking for someone or something like that. You should never be looking. I think you should actually just be in the zone of accomplishing your goals, 
doing what you gotta do and being a um, a good uh, citizen to society. And I think then, uh, I don't want to say just by by random, but you know, someone kind of pops into your life because you are uh, in the right direction and doing the right things. And then it it comes up to you to. Uh, do I want to take on this uh, this uh, person and add them to my life? Because some uh, a lot of times people um, people should always be a a uh, just a kind of like um, a benefit, I guess. Not that you need that person, you know. And a lot of people they I think that they uh, they fall off. On, on looking for people because they put it out there that they need someone. But I think if you present that, hey, I don't need you, you just add a good uh, benefit to my life, I think that uh, puts yeah. I think that puts out better energy. I hope I didn't run over my words too much. I hope I hope uh, you understood me on that. No. <laughs> No, you're, you're abundantly clear. So, one, you don't want to be desperate. You should just be focused on loving yourself, making yourself as skillful as possible, and then hopefully somebody else can augment your life. Exactly. At the same time, when you do, when you do find somebody you like, hopefully it's not just one plus one where you're, you're commenting on using people. Uh, I can get back to that in a bit. I, I think two people can use each other. That's all they want to do right now. And then when they want to upgrade to being looking for somebody long-term, they can do that. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with that, especially in college. Sure. Just bumping into people and learning about people, it's okay. But uh, it's, when it sucks is when one party is looking long-term and the other party short-term, that use condition is bad. Um, but ultimately, I don't want two people who are additive. I don't want somebody who's like, you're a girl who's attractive and you fill this role. I want somebody who's multiplicative or exponential like we will help each other become greater at what we're doing right mm, uh, ideally so it's not a compromise I, ideally it's we both add to each other and we're both growing and we go in the same direction and I think it's possible for everybody because there's so many options out there but uh, you have to know what your direction is and where you want to grow and then find somebody who's aligned with that and then you both are moving in the same direction Ryan, I, I think you're right on the money, and I, uh, I, I think you'll find it. You know, no, no rush on it either. You know, keep it going. Um, that's uh, that's about all all we got for today. I gotta kind of wrap it up. Uh, but thank you so much for being on, Ryan. Uh, it's a pleasure meeting you, and uh, pleasure having you on our show. Uh, maybe we'll do a part two because this is this was really fun. Uh, you know, I'd love to have you on again. Absolutely, Josh. Yep, call me anytime. I, I got to ask you more questions, but I got to turn the tables a little bit. So, uh, all right. We'll save that for another episode. All right, take care, Ryan. I'll be later. I'll see you. Bye. All right, bye.